the Block Party, a Minecraft podcast, episode 58. We're your host, Bearded Sloth. And Little C. Today, we have an attractive show for y'all. We are recording this live with listener participation via Discord chat. That's right. Today's show will include the appeal of Minecraft, the past week in Minecraft, and our favorite part, listener questions. How appealing! Check out all the ways to listen, our Minecraft add-on packs, our past episodes, and how you can support us directly at theblockparty.webador.com. This is going to be a fun show, because I am appealed. I, that that was a bad joke. I need to learn You're like jokes. an orange. You peel? Oh, my. Where are we going to go with this? I, I don't know. Please, somebody send help. It's getting kind of unattractive now. Yeah, everyone's already left. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bye. Hey, get back. Hey, come back. All right. Yes, we're talking about the appeal of Minecraft. That's pretty appealing. Okay, we we don't have to keep doing that little thing. I'm trying to come up with a better joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working for you, Obviously. All right. Our brains aren't working quite yet, but we did ask you, the listeners, several questions to get your brains going on this topic. We asked you guys, what brought you to Minecraft? What are your favorite parts of Minecraft? What keeps you playing Minecraft? Have you stopped playing for some time and found yourself wanting to play Minecraft again? Are there parts that are not appealing to you in Minecraft? Yeah, and we got a few comments here on this topic. It's a big topic. I mean, what else do you say? Minecraft is everything you want in a game, right? Honestly, I'd have to agree with what you can do with it. Right. Our first one comment for topic of the week was from Crypt, referring to the what brought you to Minecraft. Well, it all started out when I was watching OG Minecraft YouTubers on my mom's phone before I got mine. I started getting jealous about the type of things you could do in Minecraft. So one time, I asked my mom if she could buy me Minecraft for iOS before I got my computer, so she did, and I loved playing it. I usually played in creative so I could build stuff. This was way before I made my Microsoft account. So I got a PC, and a little while after that, I asked for Minecraft Java, so my mom took me to Target, and I paid for it. I enjoyed playing it, but now I need a new PC to continue playing it. My mom got me Windows 10 edition this year off of Amazon, and I haven't been on iOS since. Man, I feel like you feel scammed when you bought Windows 10 edition or Bedrock edition, and then they gave it out free a few months later. Right? Yeah, I know. that. Yeah, that is true. That's kind of funny. I, I kind of missed that on that one. Yeah, you get both. If you buy one now, you get the other. That means you'll probably, if it's on the same Microsoft account, you'll get that sweet vanilla cape now. Ooh, yeah, I bet he does. I bet you, wait, do you have it? I don't think you do. I do not. No, uh -huh. I did I not do. get it. I'm cooler. I never bought Java. Sad. I have it now, though. I don't think I actually bought Bedrock. Well, when I bought Java, I got Bedrock for free, but it was before the new bundle, so it still gave you the cape. Nice. Very nice. On the part of what are your favorite parts of Minecraft, my favorite parts of Minecraft are the amounts of stuff you can build and get creative with the stuff you build. Totally agree with that. Opens creativity so much. You can do whatever you want with it. On the what keeps you playing Minecraft, I don't know to be fair. Have you stopped playing for some time and found yourself wanting to play Minecraft again? And he just put, yes. So going back to your first one there on the what brought you to Minecraft, the watching OG Minecraft YouTubers on mom's phone, that brings back 
to me, that brings back some memories of watching, like, Hermitcraft Season 4 and 3 back then. I didn't like Season 3, but Season 4, best Hermitcraft season, can't prove me wrong. But watching that, watching, like, Mumbo Jumbo, those were the days. Absolutely. Back in my day. Hey, you're getting old, little C. Yeah, also there's a video that I just stumbled upon on YouTube recommendations the other day that I used to, I probably watched that video 20 times. It was like an hour-long video Preston plays when he played Egg Wars on Cubecraft. I watched that video so many times, and I went back and watched it, and I'm like, yeah, this is still a great video. Nice. Our next comment here comes from US Roadhog. Oh, the memories. Disclaimer. This could be a long one. Good job, you put a disclaimer. It all started long, long before Update Aquatic, that all I can remember time-wise. My mom used to go to a gym that had some kids who were always talking about Minecraft. I convinced my mom to let me get it on iOS, and I was terrible. Dirt huts, blowing stuff up, running from zombies, always cheating, every noob thing you can think of. I played like that for years. I eventually stopped cheating and very slowly got good playing on PS4. I got better and better, and once I got on Jericho, I was super good. Not like LCB, Any Isle, Wire Guy, and all y'all who are super awesome and keep Jericho going and exciting, but I can build, gather resources, and I'm super good at PvP. I got Java for coding, but that didn't really work out, so I ended up playing lots of Bed Wars. I now play that far more than Jericho, and I'm okay at it. Hey, I see your list there. You said some good players on Jericho. Why am I not on that list? I know. That's some BS, too. I don't see me in there. Yeah, I mean, come on. I We got a comment here in our live chat. Make sure to join our Discord so you can be a part of the live show. Why a guy here is in the live chat, and he said, me? Good? That's funny. <laughs> I, I like how he singled you three out also. And yes, you all are very good in different ways, for sure. But yeah, he didn't mention you, and he didn't mention some of the other players I would definitely put on that list. Yeah, especially since he's kind of, he's been here since all of season three, so some of the other players that were, but I guess if you think in active players. That is true. You, you probably have the most time played, which we'll be able to track next season. Haha, ha, can't wait for that season. There's uh, going to be some crazy stuff. I know, I did work on that add-on pack this week a little bit. All right, now our thoughts on this whole topic here, little C. Minecraft just hits all of those good triggers in my brain. You have logic stuff like redstone, some social aspects between the players. It's open world, no real end game necessarily so it's a very long-term game exploration fishing endless mining what more is there to say i mean it's just such a great game it's so fun to find those diamonds when even when you have hundreds of them it's just that prize feeling that you get when you find them it's kind of like getting a gift i would say wouldn't you little c I definitely still love that feeling every time you mine diamonds. Yeah, and we're way beyond needing diamonds at this point for the most part. Most of us on Jericho anyways are. That feeling, though, there's just nothing like it. It's just so fun. I have, on occasion, from time to time, felt, I guess you'd say, bored. But usually that only lasts like maybe a week at most for me. I always try to actively try to come up with a new project or a build. And once I get 
whatever that is going again, I'm all in again. I honestly, I love a lot of different games and I feel that Minecraft kind of covers every aspect of what I need in a game. Anyways, I have thought a few times, especially recently, about going and playing a couple other games here and there in between and stuff. But I'm like, I want to play Minecraft. There's so much more I still need to do in Minecraft. I don't need those other games in my life right now. Does that make sense to you, Little Saint? I can definitely agree with that. There's some games that I've wanted to get into that friends suggested, but I'm like, I kind of don't want to get, because I know if I start playing that, I won't play Minecraft for a while, and then I won't post any new YouTube videos and stuff, and then that's not good. Yeah, absolutely. I've been playing Minecraft for like eight years now. It's No, still... it can't be that long. 2014. No. We're in 2022. Oh my gosh, I'm old. Big math there. You are getting to be an old gamer there, little C. Welcome to the club. Yeah, I've been playing like eight years. It's still such an appealing game for me. Minecraft for life. I can agree with that. I really can't explain why I still play Minecraft and, like, pick it over other games. I, like, look at Minecraft, like, just, like, as a gamer and not as a Minecrafter. I'll look at Minecraft compared to, like, other games, like racing games, first-person shooters, and I'm like, why do I play Minecraft? Like, what's so good about it? But when you're playing, it's just you can do anything you want. And especially now, there's new Java Edition PvP servers coming out that are changing that side of the community. I love it because I can, like, sometimes I get bored with certain parts of Minecraft. Like, sometimes I won't play Jericho for a little while because I want to do Bed Wars. Sometimes I won't play Bed Wars because I want to play Jericho. And just, like, going back and forth, I think, is what helps me continue to play it. Yeah, absolutely. You try one game mode, you go back and forth, and you do enjoy the PvP. For me, I get so bored with that. But you even have that outlet. Occasionally, I think that's kind of what my coding aspect is for me. When I get in those bored times of playing, sometimes I do go back and I'll really focus on the coding part. And then that gets me back excited in the game, you know? So it does go back and forth. And when you can find different aspects of the game like that, then you really don't run out of things to do. All right, that's a great topic. Very appealing. I mean, honestly, that was a... No, I'm not even going to try. All right, little C, let's get on with the next part. Now for the past week in Minecraft, all info from Minecraft.net. All right, we have a big one here today. Oh, man, get ready. Yes, it's Minecraft 1.19.30 for Bedrock Edition. Of course, it's for Bedrock Edition. Yes, and it was a big one. A lot of fixes, stuff like that, a lot of parody issues. Came out Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. We'll start with Vanilla Parody. The gameplay there is modified the Fireball Entity's collision box to match Java Edition. The enchanting table now produces a sound when enchanting an item. Amethyst blocks no longer produce sound when jumping off them. Fix the bottom texture of the melon block to match the top texture. The item stack pop-up animation will now only play when a new item is added to the stack. Fix an issue where light blocks would be removed when placing an armor stand over them. Change some structure names in the slash locate command to have underscores, like in Java Edition. The old names will still work, but will not show up in the autocomplete. That's interesting. Is that going to change some stuff on like the coding side that you do? Well, since the old one still works, you know, you can do it either way, I guess. So it should be fine, but they're probably merging over 
to the new way. And then some of this code will be easier if, let's say, you want to bring something from Java over to Bedrock. It might make it a little simplified for you, I guess. Fixed an issue where boats with chest would not drop the chest contents destroyed by the slash kill command. Eating a stew will now leave the empty bowl in the slot it was eaten from. This is a big one. When you ate something or I, and I, yeah, the next one is drinking a potion will now leave the empty glass bottle in the slot you drink it from rather than the first empty inventory slot. I really like this idea whenever you use an item like a stew or a potion, you get that bottle or that bowl right back where you ate it from. Makes sense to me. Do you like that or not? I see it from both ways. I think it's good for, like, some things you can... Like, when you drink a potion, you're like, where did it go? And if you're trying to, like, throw it out a lot of times when you're, like, in an end fight or something, you'll take the potion, drink it, and then just throw the bottle out. Or, like, if you're in, like, that kind of situation, like, where you're not afraid to throw it out. But I feel like sometimes if you're just, like, drinking speed potions to walk around quicker, it could get annoying that you have to then move it to your inventory every time. Yes, and I'll need to try it out. I'm thinking if, let's say you have maybe, I don't know, five empty bottles in your inventory, but not in your hot bar, will it go to there or will the one still be separated then from the rest of the stack? True. I hmm, That's interesting. I think it'll be the one separated, honestly, from what I've seen in like some other things. Yeah, and that's what I'm gathering. I would rather it go with the rest of them wherever I keep them. It just makes more sense to me. I see the benefit both ways, but that's what they went with. Okay, we have oak and mangrove fence gates are now flammable. And most of these things we've covered in the past betas and previews and stuff, and they're just bringing it out to the official game release now in the change logs here. There were some parody things here with mobs. Fixed hoglin and zoglin hitbox size and hit range to match Java Edition. Increase Skulk Shrieker and Skulk Sensor Generation rates in Deep Dark and Ancient Cities to better match Java Edition. Modified the cat's head position while sitting to match Java Edition. Have you seen this yet? I have not. I don't pay attention to my pet cats. They just sit in my base and do nothing. Yeah, to me, the cat looks a little more natural just the way it looks when it's sitting now. So that's a good thing. If a villager has a name tag, it is now displayed along with their trade tier. So that's when you open up their UI screen, I guess. Is that what you call it? When you open up for a villager at the very top? When you name tag it, it'll actually have their name up there. That's cool. It really is. So, like, in any villager, it'll do that now? Absolutely. That is going to be nice. Just to simply click on the villager, see right at the top, see what it is. You know, like, you could have a name so you don't have to scroll all the way down to see what the enchant books if you don't have it on, like, a sign. Right. Like, you could name a villager, let's say, Mending Book, right? And just name it that. And then you know that's your villager you go to to get those Mending Books, right? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, but I use it with signs. I always put signs above like which books each villager has. Yeah, and that's a way to do it too. Just one of those things, kind of fun. And I do think that is a parody issue. I think you already had that over on Java Edition. Uh, next up is spectator mode. It's still an experimental, so I'm not going to read all through it all. Right now, there were several things there. They're definitely making it work much, much better. It's fun to play around with, but I don't want to cover the experimental stuff today. I do just want to say with that, with the spectator mode, do you think that hardcore mode is a possibility 
because that is one of the things that would make it seem like it's not because when you die like in hardcore mode you obviously aren't gonna respawn so you go into spectator mode to look around but i don't think that's what's stopping it because hardcore on java was added before spectator mode on java but i'm thinking maybe that might be something i really want to see hardcore on bedrock though Oh, yeah, I absolutely think they're bringing the games where they're going to match very closely, and that is definitely something I'm sure they're going to bring to the game. Why wouldn't you? It seems easy enough to do. All right, we have some fixes here. Under performance and stability, we have fixed a bug that rarely caused the villager's bounding box to become desynced with the server when sleeping. This bug was big for one of the updates in the past, I remember the villager literally would go floating away from the bed and stuff like that. I think it probably has something to do with that still. Fixed a bug causing an occasional crash when loading players in beds. The game no longer crashes when browsing Marketplace. Fixed a crash that could occur when resuming the game on Xbox. Fixed a bug where deleting cloud-synced worlds would not delete the cloud version of the world when the player deletes the world locally. Fixed PlayStation 4 audio stuttering issues while frame rate is low. Fixed a crashing issue related to undyed shockers. Most common marketplace connection issues will now automatically resolve themselves when conditions improve without needing to restart Minecraft. Fixed performance issues when striders are being ridden by baby striders. Fixed a crash that could occur when on some devices when loading in worlds with texture packs applied. Fixed to crash when uploading a world with no name using play on realm button. Wow, that's a lot of fixes there. And most of those I know we've covered in the beta preview change logs. So that's good that they are releasing some of those fixes. Absolutely. Gameplay here. Music is now included in the mobile app and no longer has to be downloaded from Marketplace. Fixed issue where player would see inside of top snow when diving into it while wearing elytra. Fireballs can no longer travel through portals to prevent an issue where they could become permanently stuck. Pressing the control and alt keys together will no longer make the alt key get stuck down. Mobs and fixes here. Endermen no longer get angry at creative players. Fixed a bug causing leads to break with LAs after the owner player changes dimensions. This was a huge problem. People were losing their LAs left and right. So You know, I think I've lost good. a few LAs. I'm just assuming they flew out of my base somehow, but who knows? Maybe they did. Yeah, they were breaking the leads, all that stuff over and over. Big problem. That's been fixed. The goat's ram animation was modified to slowly lower their head when preparing to ram. Just looks a little more natural there. Reduce the Enderman's teleport range to 32 by 32 by 32 to ensure that it cannot despawn itself by teleporting. Which I've had that a lot of times, especially when you're in that early grind and you're trying to get those Ender Pearls. I would attack an Enderman, not get them killed right away. They'd teleport away and then they'd disappear. It used to happen all so the time. So this is something that I've seen like a lot of people who do the Java Player Plays Bedrock Edition. They complain about the Enderman not being as aggro. And I think they're not as aggro because they try to make Bedrock Edition a bit easier. Because imagine trying to kill an Enderman on mobile. That'd be a pain. But I feel like it kind of ruins it for people who are playing on different things other than mobile. 
Absolutely. And there is some of that. I don't know if this affects that at all as far as their aggro goes, but it is when they're going to raid. They used to just literally disappear. And that was annoying, especially when you're chasing them down. Plus, that would make it easier, right? If they disappear, now you don't have to fight them. Alleys and bees should no longer get stuck on lanterns or other low-hanging objects. Finally, they fixed that. Bees used to get stuck on everything. EDU toggle, NPC names default to only being displayed while looking at them. I think that's Education Edition, is what they're talking about there, maybe? I have no idea. All right, we have some fixes here for blocks. Mud brick slab can now be placed as a top slab via commands. Banners now spawn correctly in newly generated structures. Coral fans now look identical when placed facing northwest, east, and south. White glazed terracotta is no longer missing from the creative mode inventory and is once again accessible through commands. Seagrass and kelp are no longer classified as coral decorations in the creative mode inventory. Fixed a bug where some blocks that require a supporting block, for example carpet or crops, did not appear on maps when placed on a non-full block or above an air block. Iron bars are no longer missing from the creative mode inventory and are once again accessible through commands. Pistons animation when extending and retracting is now smooth. Hey, that might make your door, your 3x3 door look a little better. I, no, I don't think it did because I was trying it today. It might have just been lag around my base though. That Yes, you have it. a serious lag problem around your base there, little C. I don't try to make it lag. <laughs> It is no longer possible to get an aged sapling in the inventory by block picking. All right, we got more fixes to go here. We got items, fixed drop items, getting stuck at the edge of flowing water. When on fire, the fire overlay no longer clips through held items. Mangrove, crimson, and warp planks can now be used to repair shields. I didn't even know you could repair shields, honestly. I never used one. Yeah, you can. I just put mending and I'm breaking on my shield. And it seems like a cheap enough item that you wouldn't necessarily want to repair it, but Now, maybe you if you could put banners on shields, you'd want to. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I agree with that one. When's that coming? Never. Fix the regression where an undamaged tool, such as pickaxe when name changed on an anvil, would fail to work correctly when used for the first time. Uh, user interface stuff here. Fixed a bug where the name tag background was slightly offset. Fixed a UI bug where enchanted leather items would have parts of the texture not displaying the glint animation. Added new disconnection error messages to better highlight the area in which the disconnection occurred. Character creator offers in Marketplace will no longer lose their thumbnail images upon exiting the dressing room. Added a retry button to the Xbox Cloud Sync prompt. Item stacks now are merged together after assigned tick threshold. Added a missing settings button on packs in the updated Create New World screen. Added a new disconnection error message. Unable to connect. Please restart your client. Fixed an issue causing messages with non-Unicode characters to have incorrect spacing. NPC names now default to only being displayed while looking at them. The arrow within the crafting pocket UI now fits appropriately without any clipping issues. 
the cannot connect to marketplace error will no longer be erroneously read by the text-to-speech reader. Raid bar no longer becomes stuck after breaking beds to cancel a raid. I never thought of that, breaking all the beds in a village to cancel the raid. Oh my gosh, that's genius, but now it won't work. It does work now. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Whoa, that's crazy. It never, the problem here that they fixed, it, it would still, the raid bar would still show up at the top, but it, when you, you'd still cancel the raid, basically, Maybe that's, but then you'd get stuck up there on I've the raid. I've seen that before in, like, actual using it. That might have been because I placed a bed, there was a villager, so it counted as a village, a raid started, I removed the bed just because I went to sleep, you know, and then boom, the raid didn't start, but then there's still a raid bar. They fixed it. That's a good thing. All right. Last little fixes here under graphical. Player textures and UI elements should no longer turn pink after playing for an extended period time on highly populated servers. Seems like I've read that how many times now? And maybe they just... That one is that... Let me see. Yeah, that is the the pink glitch. Like the famous... And I've seen it so many times. They Every time they say they fix it, they don't fix it. Hopefully they got it this time. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I haven't noticed it. I've never had the problem. It's only on big servers like the featured servers like the Hive. They have that problem almost daily. Oh, okay. Fix an issue where certain water textures with waterlogged blocks displayed the wrong texture. Fixed an issue with flowing lava and water textures not animating on some iOS devices. Sky in the end dimension will no longer look like static upon entry while it is raining in the overworld. Have you experienced that at all? I have not, but I don't pay that close. Usually I'm underground, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I don't pay that close of attention. I don't think I've ran into that one, but it's fixed either way. There were quite a few technical updates. I'm not going to read through all those, but the highlights uh, on those are updated add-on template packs, of course, copy coordinates, commands, and game test framework. The copy coordinates is kind of cool. That's... In the chat, you can copy your coordinates, and they have the hotkeys and all that. I that's like, what that's talking about. I like that, but I use a pack that makes the chat on the bottom of the screen, and it act, it functions like a Java chat because it just looks cleaner, but it doesn't have the copy coordinates thing. Cause it's you not, should the still packs. be able to do it with the hotkeys now, though. Yeah, the pack's not updated to have the button yet. Gotcha. And they'll probably come out with that. All right, Little C, I'm going to let you do the other update we had this week. Oh, man, I don't know if I can handle it. So we have the beta and preview 1.19.40.22. This was for the Bedrock Edition on Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. There were some changes and fixes. Scaffolds now burn at a more correct rate, one-fourth of an item. Reverted the change that caused arrows and tridents to stop moving. Fixed an issue where wither effect damage would be reduced by armor. Improve the images for the three control schemes in the touch settings menu. Fixed beacon blocks suddenly disappearing when seen from a distance. Fixed an issue where drowns could change held items when attacking. Fixed an issue where players couldn't drag slash drop or select items from the equipment page. Fixed an issue where... Users couldn't swap unstackable items with touch controls and many more. 
Yes, and that that again is just the beta and preview. Now on the official update, we talked about that long one. And thank you listeners for sticking with us on that. But that stuff's important. You need to know what's in the game and what's been fixed and all that kind of thing. And there's always the play button. You can just skip it if you don't want to listen to it. I will tell you my experience on this update. A lot of the old bugs are back. I've we... noticed less smooth. I've noticed a lot less FPS when playing. When I load in, a lot of times I'm AFK at my iron farm and I load in and two of the four walls are completely not even loaded in and I can see right through them, stuff like that. We had a player the other day go through another portal, ended up 3,000 blocks away in the nether from where they were supposed to be. Just all those kind of little things. So hopefully they'll be fixing those again eventually. And we'll get to those. But now, what have we been up to in the past week? I've actually worked a full week in my truck. It's about time. I know, right? So much less time for Minecraft, unfortunately, when that happens, though. I did work a bit in Jericho SMP on my big project. Still not announcing it officially, but let's just say I am getting the build organized. Ooh. It is taking up way too many resources, though. I ended up mining just for redstone the other night to get another section of my big build done. And I'm not even close to being done. I need four or five more times of what I've got, probably. Then it takes tons and tons of wood also. So I've got these huge spruce trees growing near me and I go chop them down as I need. I kind of fluctuate back and forth. Instead of gathering everything I need for the whole build, I get what I need for the next section. Then I go back, gather resources again and go back and forth. It keeps me motivated, I guess you would say. It keeps you coming back to Minecraft and not burning yourself out. Exactly, and that's one of those tips and tricks by BS. Now today, our family got to watch Lego Masters Season 3, Episode 1. Yay! It was awesome. Yes, that show is great. I'm sure a lot of you Minecrafters love Lego, so be sure to check out Lego Masters if you haven't yet. Great show. Family friendly, lots of fun. I actually like to get a lot of inspiration from the show when I watch people build with Lego, and then I want to try to create it in Minecraft. And and... then you fail miserably and go back to building giant redstone things. Yeah, exactly. You've got me down, Little C. I know. What you been up to this week, Little C? So, the past week, I have been streaming daily on YouTube with Hypixel Bedwars, along with working on a lot of videos. I hit 1,500 subscribers this week, so that's amazing. Only 500 more subscribers to go, and I'll do my setup tour, so that's cool. And then I also got a video that I released that is now the third most popular with, like, over 2,000 views. It's the third most popular on my channel. It wouldn't have been, but when I did the channel, quote-unquote, channel restart and privated a bunch of old videos, now it's the top third even though the, it's funny, the one above it is like 15,000, and then the one above that's 27,000 views. Wow, that's amazing. But yeah, so I think if I keep posting the same kind of style as that video and doing that same kind of what I did on that, I think I can kind of get consistent with that many views. Nice. That, that'd be great, Little C. I know you're live streaming. You were really struggling before, and you kept blaming our internet. It ended up not being that at all, was it? 
Uh, yeah, it was more set. It was more of how the internet was being used on the settings because sometimes the internet is a little inconsistent with like speeds, so that you have to have a setting on OBS or Streamlabs to make it so it'll change the bit rate automatically. Ah, I see. And is that like packet size changing it's, at all? It's the bit rate that's being sent to the streaming service. Okay, that's really good info to know for all you streamers out there. If you're having trouble with that, and maybe you don't have the most reliable, consistent internet, I'd say. Like us, we have Starlink, is what we're using, which it's, is new it's good. satellite. It's, it's very good. Very good, but it's just not always going to be the same speed. Like, we'll do a speed test in the morning, it'll be 30 down upload speed, I mean, and then at night it'll be 2. Yeah, exactly. It fluctuates a lot. Based on usage, based on where the satellite is at the exact time, all that kind of stuff. All right, Little C, I'm really excited to watch your YouTube keep growing. 2,000 subscribers, that's a big deal. Yeah, once I hit it, I'll do the setup tour of my setup. It'll be crazy. That's awesome. Now for our favorite part. Listener question. We only have one this week. That does not sound as good. It's not as fun, but that's okay. We really appreciate your questions. I am setting it up now so you can ask us your questions directly from the website. I realized a lot of you aren't even 13, so technically you can't have Discord. That is against terms of service for Discord, so you have no way to get your questions into us. So right there on the main page of our website, theblockparty.webador.com, at the very bottom, there is a contact form. Fill that out. Go straight to our email, and you can hit us up right there with your listener questions. Any comments you want to make, that's fine, too. We'd love to hear from you all. Otherwise, you can keep doing it on show questions in our Discord, which also you can join that from the website. So a question here for our listener question is from Holy Bookworm. Would you rather never play Minecraft ever again or never eat tacos slash Mexican food ever again? This is like one of those horrible nightmares just to think about. Both things are so important to me personally. I feel like this is just a question to torture my brain, really. Now, with that said, oh man, this is tough. This is really, really tough. I honestly think I will have to go with never eating Mexican food. Oh, that hurts. That oh, just that, hurts inside. That just hurts to say. But I just can't see myself giving up Minecraft. I have to agree. And thank God for pizza. Yeah, God made pizza. No, it was some Italian dude yes, probably. Yes, thank you God Amer for pizza. Yes. Thank you for all this stuff Mostly pizza. pizza brings us. Pizza brings joy. It brings more pizza. It's so good. So I'm going to have to go with pizza. Little C, do you have anything else to say on this one? So this is, again, for me, a really hard question. Not as hard as you, though, because I think you like tacos more than I do in Mexican food. But I have to say no more Mexican food slash tacos, too, because there's plenty of other food that I love that's really good. And honestly, I don't eat Mexican food that much compared to the other food like pizza that I eat like every day. I could eat it and be fine. Whereas if I eat Mexican food every day, well, I'm going to regret that. I feel like, yeah, I'd rather just play Minecraft. You said with pizza, this is something just today that I changed from my YouTube channel going back to the past week. So my YouTube channel banner is my a picture of my channel with my subscriber count and then Little Caesars with their subscriber count. I'm trying to pass Little Caesars and subscribers to become the real Little C. 
Oh, very nice. I never even thought about Little Caesars and Little C. That's a great I comparison. Need, they only have like 23,000 subscribers on YouTube, so I think I can beat them. Yes, absolutely. You'll get that like next month, right? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> nice. Well, help him out here, listeners. Go over there. Make sure you're subscribed and tell all your friends about that too, of course. Yes, we have to pass Little Caesars. Now for our favorite part, Holy Bookworms Joke of the Week. What do you call malware on a Kindle? A bookworm. (laughs) That's a good one from her. I don't get it. Okay, do you know what malware is? Yeah, it's like a virus. Okay, well you can have ones, I think they used to call them worms basically, and they go through Trojans. I've heard like Trojan horses of viruses. Yep. And it is kind of a technical term. I think it's more old school. Yeah, that's more of an old school. Now we just call it all like viruses. Right. But But it's something akin to, you know, it's still pretty funny. A bookworm. Good job, Holy Bookworm. We're proud of you. Keep them coming. We love Holy Bookworm's joke of the week. This has been a great show, Little C. Yeah, honestly, you guys should definitely go tell your friends about the podcast. Absolutely. Be sure to tell everybody you know, not just your friends. Tell your enemies, too. Tell them to check out the Block Party Podcast links, our Bedrock add-on packs, Jericho SMP info, our YouTube channel, other social media, merch store, all of our affiliates, and how you can support us directly at theblockparty.webador.com. Thank you for being here. We truly appreciate it. Be sure to send us your questions via the Discord. I am Bearded Sloth. BS out. And I'm Little C, and goodbye, everybody.